Swift, and this is balancing the game. Here we go. All right, we're back, and uh, let's get started. We're going to talk about who is Jesus and who is God, and why these two are one. We're going to talk about that because a lot of people don't understand that, and I know other people in other religions they just don't believe certain things, and that's cool too. See, because uh, you have to respect people for what they believe in. And what they want to do with their lives, because they're the only ones that are going to be standing answer. When you stand before God, it's only going to be you. You're not even going to be able to point no fingers because nobody ain't going to be standing on either side of you or in back of you. And you're not going to be able to lie in the presence of God. You're going to have to tell the truth. So you can forget that. You know, I know how people like to use other people as, as scapegoats and then pull out that whole uh, blame thing but you're not going to be able to do that in front of God so respect each other you don't you don't live other people's lives and you don't make decisions for other people's lives and there's no use in getting mad about it this whole big thing between Israel and the other Muslims it's it, it, I can't express to you how ignorant this thing is and how down to earth this thing is I'm not talking about the frustration of the men and, p and women that are in it. I'm talking about you don't have to be fighting like that. You're fighting over land. You're going to be leaving here soon. Anybody that believes in God, why would you be fighting over something that isn't the kingdom of God? And you don't even have to fight over that. That's given to you. And the battle has been fought and won for you. You're down. People are down here fighting. Over territory, disputes, and religion. Why? These people can easily just dead that. Come to some kind of agreement that everybody's not going to have the same religions and the same views. And live their lives. Everybody wants to be so disruptive in how, what they believe in, what they do, and what they do, and what they don't do. Come on now. Come on now. Don't make no sense. So what I'm trying to say is, is this, I'm going to talk about Jesus today because that's who I believe in. And I told you, you know, if you want to sit up there and not believe in Jesus, which through infallible proofs, then I, I mean, I can't say, but I'm going to move on. All right. Who is Jesus? And why would you disrespect Jesus? Who brought somebody back from, from being dead? That's a, that's a man in history. And you'll say, well, how do you know if that's true or not? Listen, his name been ringing bells for over 2,000 years. Strong. I'm not talking about all your uh, Greek gods and your Greek fighters and your Greek this and Greek. Their names is dulled to the comparison of Jesus. You can't even name all the Greek fighters and the Greek kings and the thing. But, you know, you can name Jesus. And it's going strong. So I think that you should give a little bit more respect because your name won't last past next week. And his name has been ringing bells for a long time. Even if you took the most famous person, let's say you take Tupac and Biggie. Eventually, nobody's going to know Tupac or Biggie. They're going to say who? 
Because there's young people coming up with their own favorites and times is changing. I'm pretty sure somebody back in the day in Roman days that they were the greatest of all times and their name was going to ring bells. But ask me who they are. Ask yourself who they are. You can't because it's dead. But Jesus, his name's been ringing bells for a long time and it's still ringing bells strong to this day with the same story. And it's the truth. See, one thing you're going to learn about uh, when you get older, a lie don't last long. You could tell a lie and that lie, that lie it'll, it'll, it'll surface. But how do you make a lie last two, three, th- four thousand years? Really? A lie does not last long before it surfaces. So give a little bit more respect. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to, but if I was you, I would. Because you're not for sure about anything. Jesus, I see a lot of people on television and see these most most of the television shows and most of the things that they're showing out there. And no disrespect to the ones that are uh, making these movies. But I know who you are. I know who you are. And I know that through your ancestors and the people before you, they've passed down that Jesus isn't who he said he is. I know. I know this. And you're against Jesus and who he was and who he is today. And he's the same person today as he was back then because he's still alive, sitting on the right hand side of God. Now, listen, this is the thing. These movies, these movies, listen, why would you have to come at someone so hard that now you're being disrespectful? Why? If if you believe that he died and he's dead and he's no longer alive. Why keep disrespecting him? Why keep making movies that tries to clown his name? And then I heard this young rapper. I don't know who he is or what he's about. But anyway, I was listening to him. And he's on this show picking out these girls to date or or do whatever he was going to do with them. And then he's picking out these girls to date or do whatever he was going to do with them. And he picked out like four or five of them. And then he turns around and see, I know this is an, under, he was under the direction and under the influence of the people that are putting money in his pocket. And we know who runs the music industry. We know who runs the television networks. We know. And he turns around and he says, and, and it was, it was, and see, this is how you divide the, the truth from lies and deceit. He turns around and he says, um, yeah. He says, um, all right, let's get around and pray. Now he's 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 getting ready to pray with these these five girls that he's already expressed what he's gonna do with them. He's gonna go and he's gonna turn them out and he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do with them. And he gathers around and says, um, let's pray. And then he stops and he says, Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna pray uh to God. Uh, because I take God very seriously. Uh, so I'm going to pray to Jesus. Let's gather around. Then he starts to pray. And I said, you know, first I, I got upset a little bit at it. But then I started to look at it and examine it. And I said, this, this, this little boy is under the influence of people that have pushed their narrative on him. And now he's projecting something out that he has no idea that it's not the truth. So, so that's where the disrespect comes in at. So I started to understand why people disrespect Jesus because they don't know who Jesus is. 
and they don't know who God is because if they knew who God was, they would know who Jesus is because he was the perfect representation of God. Whether you believe that he was the, the son of God or not, you could truly say that he was a representation of God. And this young man is is mocking him because these are the people that are putting money in his pocket. Those people, those actors on television, they try to disattach themselves of the things that they're acting out because they they told them, oh, no, well, this is not your beliefs. This is just a job and you're acting. So you don't have to worry about these views. Listen to me. This is to all actors out there. This is to rappers, songwriters, whoever you are. You could try to disattach yourselves away from things that you consider somebody else's views. But see, what you don't understand is, is that when you project somebody else's views concerning someone that you don't know and you don't know Jesus or you wouldn't do it, you're the same person that goes, you're the same person that takes a lie that was told about a person and now you speaking on it. And then what makes it worse about the, the rappers and the singers and the actors is now you're projecting it. And now you don't lie to yourself, unattach yourself from their, uh, another person's views. When you don't understand is, is that when you partake in that lie or you project that lie, you're just as guilty as the person that told you're worse than the person that told it. When a person tell a lie about me, I'm not that upset at the person that told the lie. I'm upset at the person that's spreading it. So if you think that you could do things, and I know they're doing this new thing too. They're doing this new thing. And see, this is all perversion and, and trippy stuff to mess with your head. And you got to keep yourself on a, uh, on a straight and narrow with these things. What I'm trying to say is, is that sometimes what you have to do is you have to make a full stance. Because because once you put it out there, it's out there influencing millions and millions and millions of other young boys, younger than you, younger that don't understand. So 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 a young man could have been watching that and, and, and said, you know, I had I be having those dreams about wearing them dresses, too. Maybe I am a girl. This is how stupid it gets. Trust me on that. When you put something out there, you think that it don't affect somebody. I was talking to this Italian kid and I was giving him good advice and things of that nature. And like two, three years later, somebody came to me and they start talking about this guy. And they, and, they, and they said, well, he kept talking about, well, he was talking about you and what you told him. I said, he talking about what I told him way back then. They said, yo, he's still talking about that. So I never knew how to affect that guy like that. So how much more is it that you're putting it out to three, four million people? So you got to watch that. You got to watch that. And see, they're going up and throwing up all these hand signs and all these signals. And see, the thing about it is, is this, is that they got all kinds of things out there in social media saying what they are. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what they mean no more than what social media says it means. But tell you the truth, I don't care. And you shouldn't either because you don't know. So stop throwing up those signs because the thing about it is, is that you don't know what it is. I seen a guy, uh, one of the rappers throwing up and he was somebody had forced him 
to get on television to show the world hand signs from gangs. And now it's like they want you, they want people of color and people in these gangs to start killing people, innocent people. Because on the same social media, I looked and this girl was standing in the front audience and she was throwing up gang signs. And I'm pretty sure she didn't know what they meant. I'm pretty sure she didn't know what they meant. But the guy that was rapping, he got offended and he knocked the girl out. He's ignorant, but she's ignorant. She should have never been doing something with her hands that she didn't know what she was doing. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to say is that don't be no puppet and following people and what they do and what they say. And television, watch it, constructive criticism, and watch it laugh, have fun with your friends. And then when you cut that TV off, then it was you. Now, if you want to make good out of the television, look at all the warning and all the, 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 the things that they're saying. And you'll find out that most of what they're saying in these movies and on television is the same thing that's playing out in real life. So if you want a heads up on what's coming next, some of these movies got, they're telling you what they're getting ready to do next. So pay attention. And if you're not going to pay attention, eat some popcorn, laugh, get a little drinky drink, and then just turn the television off and don't think nothing else about it. If you don't want to watch it constructively, and see what's coming next. But if you want to see what's coming next, it tells everything that's coming next. You have to be a little bit more savvy with it. And you got to, uh, it has a learning curve to it because you can't always think about the things. But if you heard, if you have a good memory, it's, it's all there. We're talking about Jesus. So Jesus, if you really look at it, is that um, the whole Bible is about Jesus. From beginning to end, from beginning to end, it all trickles down to Jesus. If you read it, you'll see that. Good stories along the way, things that God has done. And you say, well, the, they, there was the Old Testament. See, some people live under the Old Testament. They don't believe in Jesus in the New Testament. But what you got to understand is that if you read it from the beginning all the way through, it all lines up. And we all know as time goes forward, progress happens. What you did yesterday is old and what you do today is new. So why is it that you can't understand that there's an Old Testament, which is the past, and then a New Testament, which is newer because it's in the present? What part you don't understand about that? You're bewitched by the people that you're surrounded with. Instead of thinking for yourself, think for yourself and you'll see that if and it's not something that you got to go jumping all over the Bible. Who reads a book in the middle of the book, in the back of the book, chapter by chapter and jump around chapters after chapters after chapters, jumping all over the place, trying to get an understanding. You'll never get no understanding. That's a mechanism to confuse you for you to understand the Bible or any book. You have to read it from the beginning to the end and and, and don't skip any parts. Don't jump around. I don't care if you're trying to prove a point or you're trying to look over and something. Don't do none of that while you're trying to read the Bible. Read it from the beginning and go straight through and examine it as you go through. Don't back up. Don't bounce around. Don't do none of that. Keep going. 
and the, and the things that some of the things that are expressed in the Bible, they're expressed in there and they don't mean the same things as they mean in the language and the, and the things that we say today. They mean something entirely different, but they may be the same thing that we say today. So you have to look up the biblical terms. If you look up the biblical terms, then you'll find out exactly what that means. And you can't leave anything until you look up a word. How, the he- how are you going to read a chapter and say you finish that chapter and you understand that chapter when it's one or two words in that same chapter that you don't even know the definition of? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How? How did you leave that chapter when it's two or three things or, or one good sentence that you didn't understand because you don't know the definition of it and you didn't know what it meant? That's when when you do things like that, that's when people come up and they start talking this old stuff, talking about uh, uh, and, and a person said, well, did you read the Bible? They say, yeah, I read it. Yeah, that's exactly how you read it. You read it straight through, no understanding, because how could you finish a sentence if you don't know the definition to one or two words in the sentence? You never got to understand it. So don't leave a chapter. Don't leave a row. Don't leave anything that if, if one word is something that you don't understand, you can't go forward. You can't go forward. Because there's no understanding there because you take that one piece out. Everything is line up on line and precept on precept. People don't understand that. People think that refers to their, that you could put that and apply to your lives. But line up on line and precept on precept, to me, that fits perfectly in how you should read the Bible. Line up on line, precept on precept, me, to me, means that you have to get an understanding precept by precept and read it line by line going forward. And when you do that, when you finally read it from the beginning all the way to the end and examine it, you will find out just like I found out. Everything in the Bible points directly down to Jesus and the will of God. Try it. Anybody dares to try it, try it. Now, it may be harder for you to look and read the Bible uh by opening the Bible in front of you. Cause I mean, I, I had a hard time opening the Bible as a book and sitting there reading that book. This is, it was just too difficult. It was too difficult, but it became easier when I downloaded the Bible app, the King James Bible app. And I seen it on the big screen. Now I can, it all fell together because for some reason I was comfortable with that. I was comfortable with but looking at it in a bigger sense. But the book, I just couldn't do it. I, I don't know why. Maybe because of the format that it's in, looking at a book. But anyway, if you feel like that's the better way for you, do it that way. But don't leave. Put a bookmarker there and don't leave. I don't care if you can't find nothing. Don't leave. And if you don't understand it and it's not making sense and, and, and you got to be watch, you got to be watchful because when you're looking up things, there's people to deceive you in the uh, definition and the understanding of things. There's deceivers there. So that's where you start to pray and ask God to reveal it to you. So when you do that and don't leave a chapter, not a sentence, and if there's one word in it that you don't understand. 
if, if you and then when you find the understanding to that word, then put it all together. And if you still don't understand, do not leave. Then that you ain't going nowhere. And don't move forward. Don't read another chapter. Pray about it. And then and, and if you pray in sincerity, it's gonna hit you. If not right then and there, soon after. And then once you get it, move forward. And this is how you do it. This is how you do it. I'm telling you how to do it, you know? And I, and I encourage every youthful person out there, young and the older people, do this process. See, because think about it. If you watch a movie in the middle of the movie, how could you get the movie, the plot of the movie, by watching the movie in the middle of the movie? Let's say you get the movie and then you jump around in the movie. Maybe they said something in the You started in the middle of the movie and then they said something. And now you're rewinding back and forth through the movie to try to understand why they said that. You'll never get the plot. You out enough to get the plot of a book or a movie. You have to watch it from beginning to end nonstop. And if you and let's say you watch the movie once, and you still didn't get it. You don't jump back to the middle of the movie. You rewind that movie all the way back to the beginning and watch it again and again and again until you get it. But I guarantee you, if you pray, you won't have to do that to, with the Bible because the Bible is shorter than what you think. See, because what people don't know is, is that the Bible is made up of books. And especially amongst the disciples in the book, they're just telling their very version in each book of the same story, but in their own unique way of the way they saw it. So there you go. Anyway, that's basically what I wanted to say. And now we want to talk and end it with, with God. Listen, God ain't short. A lot of people out there fighting in the name of God they fighting so-called holy wars. What? Listen to me. The only way that you're doing something like that is if you're living in the Old Testament. And see, if you're not willing to accept Jesus in the New Testament, listen to me. You're going to stay stuck in the Old Testament and you're going to do things in a manner of the Old Testament. But what the new means is, is that you no longer have to do the old thing. So now I was talking to a guy from Afghanistan and he was I think it was Muslim but he was saying well about the war and what they did and what they did and I asked him I said well do you believe in God he said yeah I said to him well if you believe in God what makes you think God needs your help to get justice what makes you think that you gotta fight in the stead of a God an almighty God you see what I'm saying but if you look at the Old Testament, the way they went forward and God told them to do this and this, that's all. That was for a purpose. That was a for a purpose. Those things were for a purpose of writing history down to, to get the Bible written. But they had purposes to them. But now you don't have to do that. But you will never understand that you don't have to do that. And God will fight all your battles if you understood uh, and accepted the New Testament, because the New Testament says you don't have to do any of those things. God fights your battles for you. All those things in the past, you ain't got to do them no longer since Jesus. God will fight the battles for you. You lean on God. If he if he's an almighty God, he don't need you. 
He don't need you. But if you keep doing things, in other words, let, let's give a clarified sense of this thing. If I am your father and you're my son and I came up poor and I fought all the battles for you. I, you weren't even here. I fought all the battles. I battled with this one. I battled with this one. I took down this one and I took down that one and I built a fortune up for you. Now you're born. That's old stuff of the fighting. Time has moved on. People have progressed. People have come to a new understanding. And I got a billion dollars. Now, that billion dollars is yours. Why would you have to fight for anything? I did the fighting for you. So you're going to turn around and take my billion dollars and get back out in the street. And now you trying to like you in a battle with somebody. If you don't go somewhere and sit your behind down, you ain't in no battle with nobody with no billion dollars. You ain't in no battle with nobody with a million dollars. If you if, if you are a rapper or television star and you didn't made a certain amount of money, you know what? You should be working your way to the door. You really should. I know you like the fame and the fortune and things of that nature and whatnot, but you're getting older and the money's twinkling down and time's winding up. Get your little money and work towards the door. Even if you trapped into a situation and people weren't have influences on you and you might not be feeling comfortable about what you did, but now you want to change. You can change. Now you got your little bit of money. Work towards the door and disappear. And do your thing and keep your mouth shut. Everybody that ran ran their mouth talking about what they going to do now that they got their millions of dollars. They did. Keep your mouth shut. Whatever you do, do it in private and let it work for itself. And when it's so colossal and so big, they won't be able to stop it. But you want to, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to get my people the money. And then I'm going to build this and I'm going to all up on television. And they said, nah, nope. This black man can't do that. After we gave him that money and we want to run our agenda, we can't have that. You're dead. Stop running your mouth. Do what you're going to do and get into business. You can't shake a fe tail feather on all them stages and do all that for, but for so long. Get yourself together. Invest your money. Do something with yourself. But anyway, grow up. But anyway, this is what I have to say about it. So you got to understand that I can't tell it to you. I can only point you in the right direction. So when I point you in the right directions, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jesus. I'm going to tell you a little bit about God and how they're one and point you in the right direction to at least if you don't believe it right now of what I'm saying to you, go check it out. Man, you ain't going to never know nothing if you don't go check it out. Check it out. Listen, I believe in Jesus. I'm a Christian. But guess what? I read the Quran. Yes, I read the Quran. I read the Quran because I don't want to be in the dark about what somebody said about the Quran. I read the Quran because I needed to investigate what was really going on. I read it. I got the information. I processed it. And I'm still talking Jesus. So I didn't made my mind up about whatever it was. And it wasn't biased. I truly examined the situation. So for you to be in whatever you're in, whether it's atheist, another religion, this, this, and that. Go and study those other religions. Go and look at everything. Lay it all out onto the table and make a choice. These people can't make a choice for you. They'll get mad because you didn't make the choice that they made. Man, if you don't get up out my face, I'm not you. 
I'm a grown man and I'm not a boy. I'm now I'm a man. I have to make my own decision. Let me tell me, tell me, let me tell you something. When as me coming up, I was raised as a Christian and I was raised uh, and taught Jesus. But when I became a man, listen to me. If I went and I started to examine the Bible, which I did, and if I went and examined the Quran like I did, if the if the Quran came out on top of the Bible, I would leave the Bible and go straight to the Quran. If that because I I would have to make a choice, not based upon what I was taught as a child. But the but as you become a man and, and of an age of accountability, you got to make a choice, not the choice that you was handed. But the only way you're going to do that is you got to put the work in. You got to put the work in and actually open it up and not jump around and not see the reason why. Let me tell you something. It was a long time before I picked up the Bible. It was a long time. I would pick it up in bits and pieces because when I would go to church, that's what was taught. And let me tell you why I was taught that way. Because every time the, the bishop would preach, he would preach and, and, and he would he would read the he would do it from beginning to the end. But his method was the word of the day. His, his method was the word of the day. And when his message was the word of the day, he wanted to make the point and solidify the word of the day. Whatever he was expressing that day. So what he would do is he would read and then he would jump around in the Bible to solidify the word of the day. And, and, and see, I couldn't recognize that that's what he was doing. So I took it as that's the way I got to examine it and read it. So when I would go look in the Bible, I'd jump around for a couple of chapters and jump like he be jumping. And then I put it down because now I can't even concentrate and I don't know what I'm reading. It didn't happen for me until I read everything from beginning to the end and I examined. If you would read the Bible, you'd see that. These are the last days. I know a lot of people who's been saying that and a lot of people are expressing that. But let me tell you something. It's the last days. It doesn't give a specific time on it. I know you got all these people talking about uh, next week, next Thursday and all of those things. That's not your concern. See, things have changed and you don't recognize it because a lot of people today, I'm going to tell you what they're doing. They're doing the same thing they've been doing last year. And I know it for a fact because when they talk, that's all I hear is last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. There's no progress there. They're doing the same old thing. They have no vision of the future. But believe me, things have changed dramatically. Go forward and don't be afraid. The world's not ending tomorrow. Bible didn't say it was ending tomorrow. Now, he could come any day, but it, but listen to me. Get closer to God. Get an understanding and go forward in life concerning God and in life and in business. Go forward. Build. Do something with yourselves. And the young people, get together. Most of y'all, you can't even see past yourselves because you're too wrapped up and you're caught up. You caught up. You caught up into the the trends and the things of 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 the internet to where now you're 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 chasing. You're chasing. You're paper chasing. You're paper chasing. But see, what you don't understand is is that if you if you if you're paper chasing, you're losing focus on the real things that are to come. And I want to add that the next podcast, 
episode that I'm going to come out with, I'm going to talk about how the education and the school system is obsolete. It's outdated. The way that they teach the schools, the curriculum, the way that they're doing things, it's all outdated. It's getting played because what you're going to understand, and I may give you a little bit, listen, the old system and what they're doing to you in school right now, and I'm not saying drop out because I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm going to talk about what you should be grasped. Listen to me. Most of what they're teaching today is preparing you to work for somebody tomorrow. That's what that's doing. And you got to have workers. I'm only talking to the ones that are entrepreneurs and the ones that are built for business and being fair in that business to others. See, because it's not just about you being an entrepreneur and building a business. Some people are just workers. And I found that out a while ago when I was talking to this Caucasian kid and I was trying to get him in to come in with me to run things. And he said, nah, I don't really want to run things. I just want to work for you. And I said, huh? And right then and there, it hit me that some people are just workers. They just want to live a simple life, work for somebody, make good money, go home. And they, But they want to work for somebody that's going to be fair and somebody that's going to be good to them. Everybody's not built for that. If you look at bees and beehives and you got the worker bees, you got the you got the the, the servant bees, you got all kinds of the ants. You, they do different things. You got the military, you got the civilians, you got the worker ants. Everybody's not built to do that same thing. But whatever is that you want to do, you have to become good at it. So I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. But that's what's going down. So, all right. And I'm going to wrap it up with that. And this is K Swift. And this is Balance in the Game. Peace.